I want to thank ReviewBiz for sponsoring today's episode. By the way, did you know that reviews are today's digital word of mouth? It's also one of the most valuable business and marketing assets you have. If you're not maximizing your review strategy, then ReviewBiz platform can help you. Let ReviewBiz inspire your members to give you your first five reviews for only $1. To get started, just go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try. No matter what you feel like you're going to through right now, you are never given more than you can handle for one. And what you are going through right now is there for you to either make the decision to grow or go. And I like to use that expression in the grand term of, of life as you're either growing with life or you're going with life. Hey, welcome to another great episode of the Gym Owners Growth Zone podcast, the show designed to help gym owners like you improve and grow their business. I'm your host, Andres Escobar, and I'm so grateful to have you join us today. Today, we have Makoa Beck, who is co-running Northbridge Fitness near the luxurious Palm Beach Island. He has spent his life in fitness and all forms of athletics. He specializes in pushing people beyond their limits and becoming a better version of themselves, physically, mentally, and spiritually. He embraces challenges as opportunities for growth, as I'm sure most of you do. So if this is your first time listening to this show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing this episode with someone whom you think will enjoy it. As we dive into the episode, listen to how Makoa's legal advisors gave him a strategy to help his club weather the storm of COVID-19. Hey everybody, Andres Escobar, and I'm so excited today. I have Makoa in the studio, and as you guys have been watching us, we've been in the studio more often, and I'm just getting a lot of local great people that are doing some great things in our market, and I want to make sure that I share them with you guys. So, Makoa, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time. Like, literally, it's not just like a Zoom meeting. It's literally here in the studio. And by the way, did you like that gum I gave you? It was, yeah, it was pretty solid. You're going to get a pack at the end because you came in. Like, I got like, I got stacks. (laughs) It's an incentive to come on. It's an incentive. Now you know. All right. So, guys, Makoa, I want you to tell the audience a little bit about your story, how you came to be in this industry and, and where you are right now. Right on. So uh, my name is Makoa Beck and um, basically I run and operate Northridge Fitness Center. Now I want to say backing up to when I was about three or four years old, my mom met uh, my stepfather and he was a big fitness guy. I mean, he was into fitness all of his life to bodybuilding shows. Basically he was hardcore obsessed with fitness after he got out of the Marines back in you know 1995 or something around there. And so long story short, he worked at a plenty of other gyms, you know, Gold's, World's, as managers, even over at Ultima Fitness down here in downtown West Palm Beach. About 2012, February, or sorry, October of 2012, he opened up what was called Palm Beach Waterfront Fitness. Um, and that's in what's called the Darth Vader Building, which is right on the, the base of the North Bridge that takes you from West Palm into Palm Beach. And started that and uh, basically just was running with it since. Now, I was young, so I was in about middle school around when he opened it. Fast forward into high school, you know, I really was kind of beginning my three or four years at that time of, of working out, just kind of 
getting into the best shape that I felt like I could be in both in my body, mind and spirit. And then from there, it kind of carried into working at the gym, just being a little bit more surrounded by that clientele in there. And then um, I started training people around the time I was uh, just turning 16 and then graduated high school, took over back in 2018. So literally right after I graduated high school and I've just been running alongside uh, him since. And then we rebranded over to Northbridge Fitness Center. And uh, again, it's been under operation as that since about 2018 or so. So father, son, team. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's awesome. So how old are you now? I'm 24. 24, 16, 24, math, eight years. Good stuff. (laughs) I mean, guys, I don't care where you are in age likes, but this is, you know, you know, experience watching it and, you know, his dad has modeled it. And so just came through to a book called uh, Milestones of Manhood. And it talks about, I don't know what your take is, but they have what, you know, back in the early days, Mm -hmm. uh, we had a, like a process from a, a boy becoming a man. 100%. Right? You like know? Cowboy stage, that kind of whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, it's like, hey, you go out in the woods. The, mm-hmm. the aborigines, like, like, they send them out by themselves and then they, hopefully you come back. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do come back, you're a man. Exactly. You survived the wilderness. 100%. You know, you came back and now you're a man. So, but this is so cool because, you know, I definitely, I want to do that with my son, but mm-hmm. I, I'm probably going to, actually, why not now? Like, was there a rite of passage that's that's what it's called a rite of passage <laughs> guys it's so important in this day and that we live in to have a rite of passage right because we we're constantly changing we're moving forward in different phases of our lives and there has to be a milestone that we place like okay this marks the time where we did this to this for sure has that ever happened to you with you and your dad you think about it i'm putting him on the spot he yeah. wasn't prepared for this question <laughs> i told him Hey, I like to go a little bit off frame sometimes. So go ahead, sure. man. So if I'm thinking about rite of passage between me and him, I would think that pretty much right around the time that I graduated, you know, because it was, it's a very pivotal point in anybody's life, really, you know, kind of getting comfortable with where you want to head, where you want to go after graduating high school. So for me, it was like everybody goes to college, you know, they're going in there studying at all these Ivy League schools. For me, I didn't really, ha- I wasn't graced with the opportunity to be able to go to those colleges just because, you know, I started to kind of teeter a little bit with my grades and I just wasn't putting as much effort and focus as I'd like to in that. That being said, I was like originally telling everybody, oh, I'm going to do Palm Beach State, including my family. And then I uh, graduated and I just got the travel bug, just started traveling around a lot. And then I would Mm -hmm. say right around when I got back, I went to Europe for about a month and a half. And right around when I got back, I kind of was sitting, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I wanted to focus on business. Why not focus on on business? Why not make this a little bit more of my full-time thing? So then, you know, I sat down and me and my dad had a conversation and, you know, we just talked about just running the gym and, and you know, what that's going to entail and just big breakdown of a bunch of different uh, responsibilities as far as like how the gym goes and, and how it's going to operate and that kind of thing. And um, I would say that that was most definitely the, the pivotal point of getting into, you know, a little bit more of the, the business ownership and even again, alongside like that kind of relationship and him confiding in me, having the trust to be able to, you know, know that I'm going to show up and that I'm going to uh, not only just bust my ass, but I'm going to make it worthwhile, you know, so. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> dude, I wish we would have your dad here, but mm-hmm. but hopefully we will be able to bring him on because I, I love to ask him the same question For sure. and see his take on it, yep. right? And yep. see how, because as, as a father myself, mm-hmm. I have a 14 year old son, right? And so- this is perfect time for for me to have a rite of passage, and mm-hmm. and I'm re- I'm gonna read that book that I mentioned. It's a manhood 
milestones in manhood. And so it talks about this kid going through the rite of passage that his whole family has done for a Absolutely. while. And so Absolutely. it's so cool you can pass that along and, and do something. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that I think needs to happen for without sure. Without a doubt. Yeah, without, without a doubt. I don't think there's any other way that you can grow to be your best without that kind of influence and that kind of responsibility at the end of the day. Because there's a lot of trust that goes behind it. And again, that responsibility is either going to make or break you. And if you know full well within yourself that you're able to handle it, that you're able to move forward with it, then, you know, why not at the end of the day? Why not, dude? I think you have to. I think it's like, you can put it off, put it off, but Mm -hmm. you got to do it. Face it. So the journey that we're about to embark in this, you know, story that we're about to tell, Mm -hmm. and it starts off in a roller coaster. Absolutely. Right? I think, you know, it's funny. I never thought about it. I, I take people to different places. And I, hopefully I do, I think I do a pretty good job about it. I don't know if you, have you, have you got to listen to any of the podcasts? A little bit, yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome. <laughs> Check, see, good, good guess. You know, I want to be a good host. I want to be a good 100%. guest. I love it. So the start of the journey goes on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the roller coaster, how it's very similar to life. You know, it's very similar to life, how it takes us through ups and downs, lefts and rights. And if we don't have safeguards, like a track, handrails, we're going to fly off that machine and we're going to be like unconscious, <laughs> like dead maybe, right? Maybe. What has been a guardrail or handrail for you that you'd be able to hold on to? And then what has been like the tracks that's been able to help you move forward, you know? I strongly feel I would be doing a, a disservice if I wasn't going to chalk it all up to my clients, you know, and, and the people that I'm surrounded with not only just within the gym atmosphere, but again, you know, the people that I'm seeing every single day. Because Are you saying they keep you accountable? Like they keep you like- Not only just accountable, but it, you know, like like from a trainer's perspective, when you're training your clients or or when you're having, you know, clientele that you're you're working with, it is your responsibility to show up for them and mm. keep them accountable for gotcha. their workouts, you know? But in doing so, they're also holding you accountable for showing up for yourself. And so, you know, it, it's your responsibility as a trainer to- give them that extra push when they feel like they can't get that extra rep. And, you know, it, it kind of ends up being this back and forth camaraderie, you could say, where your guys are kind of leveling with each other and, and pushing each other in that way. And, you know, all of my clients that I've had have been with me pretty much ever since I started. And so, you know, the the foundation that I've been able to build as far as the relationship goes yeah. with them has been so, so strong and so, uh, so tight. And they've, they've been able to help me in so many different pivotal moments where, you know, I feel like I'm a lot of stuff is going haywire my life and it's raining in life. And, you know, they've been able to give me words of encouragement. They've been able wow. to, you know, help to kind of rebalance where where uh, my head should be and, mm. and show me, you know, those guardrails that, you know, I was banging up against yeah. and, and help to light up the path forward, if that makes sense. So. It does. It does, dude. I, I love that because I never heard that before. Okay. Right. And so, and, you know, we talked about that yeah. earlier, like you get the same answers, like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and it's so refreshing because it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like for me in my business, same thing. We want to improve. And so they're really the reflection mm-hmm. of, are they staying with me or not staying with me? 100%. If they're, they're not staying with me, they found they somewhere else. And like, exactly. what happened? What did I do? And then you get feedback. And if I could share this, Absolutely. it's super important because if a customer, a client says, hey, I'm not getting what I need here. I got to go somewhere else. Yep. Take that opportunity to ask them and don't let them like, seriously, like it's so valuable Tell them, hey, listen, I get it. We're going to cancel. You got no problem. What I'll do is, as I value you and I want to be better, mm-hmm. 
I'll give you something. I don't know what that is, like another week. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll give you a supplement. I don't know, something that that's valuable. Yep. And I just need us to have a, a sit down talk conversation. Now, this could be a sit down conversation for you just to improve and for them to move on. Like, Here, here's all the information that I collected for you. These are your workouts yep. here and there. It's kind of like a handoff. It's just an exit interview is what it's Absolutely. called. And so do this because you might win them back mm-hmm. or not. That's fine. The expectations just just really come from a place where I need to know what I could have done better. 100%. What I could have done better. Like, dude, like 100%. that. And that's like, that's it right there. Like, well, if you would have called me more, you know, if you would have made sure that I didn't, you know, fall off, you know, my nutrition plan. Yep. Right. Like that would have been ideal because that's where I lacked. Absolutely. And I thought that was going to be you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't think that was going to be me. Right. He's like, I didn't know I was going to be. Yep. I didn't yep. know it was going to be my brother's keeper. Like, <laughs> yes, you are your brother's keeper. Let's go. You know, you know who said that? But uh, I'm not my brother's keeper. I do not. It was a movie, Ricochet, and he was referenced. It was it was um, Denzel Washington. Oh, no, no. It was uh, oh, it was another one, Denzel Washington movie. Anyways, <laughs> but it actually comes from the Bible, okay. and it's Cain mm-hmm. when God said, hey, where's your brother? Abel. And like, who am I? Mm-hmm. I'm not my brother's keeper. And like, no, dude, you killed him. Yep. You know better. 100%. Yeah, you, so, <laughs> so that verse, we will say, I'm not, you are, you should be. Mm-hmm. We, we're here to have community. We're here to, to, to work together and, and build each other up. So as a client, you're there for sure. Yep. Like you're, you're being paid to do that. Oh. So I don't like to talk a lot. Yeah. I've been doing a lot lately. I'm like, mm-hmm. cause I'm like, I get excited. It's like these things are like, oh, we got to get this, passionate. this There's another passionate it's word that needs to be passed on. That mm-hmm. like this new answer to me is like, yeah, it just. Blew me away, dude. Like, <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome, brother. Bring, One thing I do want to add on. Yeah, please. I feel like you you alley-ooped it up to me a little bit. You know, adding that that exit value, you can call it as well, to that client. Well, people are always going to remember how you made them feel. And mm-hmm. if you leave them on a good note like that, no matter what might have happened in, in the past, they're going to remember that little tidbit of that pivotal time of when they wanted to move to a new gym, whatever, whatever it is. And that set of... It's just going to add an extra level of value for their relationship for you and how they think about you. And then that in turn, who knows what it could be in a couple of years, you know, that line, even if it doesn't turn out to be anything, they're going to remember that little moment, 100%. So. And it's funny, I got to talk again, again, we talked <laughs> yeah. about how this is like, we have a format with questions and then mm-hmm. they're, they're the same answer. But one thing that I'm reminded of is a lot of gyms, this is where I think they fail and they, they think they're like the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're not the end all be all. You know, how would you classify your gym? So gym we're it? basically a private fitness facility. With okay. that being said, we have about 250 to 300 members that we okay. kind of have as a goal. Okay. Uh, once we hit that, we're going to cap it off just so it does stay pretty private and quiet. It's not going to be an overrun facility, you know, like a big public gym or anything like that. And that being said, you know, we provide a good amount of amenities as well as a lot of, you know, a, a little bit of a smaller base facility, like around 6,500 square feet or so. But again, because of that, you know, we can't also have like six, seven hundred members in there. And we also want to make sure that it's private enough for all of our personal training clientele to be able to still come in, get a workout, you know, and, and have kind of uh, their own private fitness oasis for as a member or as a, as a client every time that they come in. Right. So, yeah. I'd say we're kind of the middle ground between something like an LA Fitness and an Equinox or like Gotcha. Or well, I, and to my mind is like, it's kind of like a CrossFit. Yes. Like the size and then mm-hmm. maybe like a fitness studio type stuff. Yes. But you have equipment that's like top of the line. Top of the line. Yeah. So so it's, a, it's kind of, but not sort of, but yep. not the same. And so let's say 
I want to swim. Okay. You can't be mad at me because I've joined a club that that also has a pool, like LA Fitness. Like I just joined LA Fitness because of the pool, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all good. I, I notice people get mad mm-hmm. at the member, like why? Oh no, like dude, yeah, maybe boxing is a thing, right? One hundred percent. You join a, a Mayweather boxing, mm-hmm. it's all good, or a, your private club mm-hmm. boxing club, right? So it's like, and they have some maybe some very similar some cross. There's, there yep. could be crossovers, like mm-hmm. it's okay. But listen, as long as you're giving value and they and you understand why they joined the gym, that's the super important thing. Like, what made you pick this place over anybody else? And then you get the same answer over and over and over. That's your market right there. That's your go-to-market strategy. Yeah. And go deep into that. You'll get more, more out of it. Yeah. Well, who who at the end of the day really likes to like if they're serious about working out, they're they're serious about their their health and their wellness. Who prefers to go to a gym where they got to elbow people for equipment? You know, like in, like you're essentially in a, in a zoo and you're you're trying to get through just so you can work out and get to a piece of equipment. It's like not many people, at least that I personally know, enjoy being around that kind of atmosphere. And so to be able to provide not only a community but a club where they can go ahead and they can come on in, they can they're not going to have to push everybody away. They can use their piece of equipment. You know, they can even throw in like a three or four exercise superset in between. And, you know, they're going to be able to look around and be like, wow, like, you know, not many people are, are in here, but at the same time, still have that, that membership base to where you're obviously going to be able to cover all the fixed costs and all that kind yeah. of stuff is it's that nice ebb and flow balance between, again, you know, having somewhere like an LA fitness or a lifetime, but capped at, you know, a certain amount of members. So yeah, that's it. I like that. The club mentality, looking mm-hmm. like a private club. Mm-hmm. I had that. I went to Orlando and, and that. And they did that. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like you're capped out. Really? <laughs> and it was like a retail spot. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you and like, but it makes sense. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Digging deeper and made, made a lot of sense. Goal is a beautiful word to hear when you're scoring on the soccer field. This last World Cup was won by Argentina because of one important player. Yeah, you got it. It was the goalie. He secured the win for the team. And in the same way, ReviewBiz platform will catch negative reviews before they go online. In addition, it helps you score and promote fresh new reviews so you can crush the competition. So don't let those big box gyms take your clients. ReviewBiz will help you build your online presence and turn your own members into your best sales reps. Get your first five reviews for only $1. All you got to do is go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try to get started. So we were talking about Ryan Holiday. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And you say you're currently reading Ego is the Enemy. I read it a few years read ago, it. so okay. don't, don't test me no, on it. I, no, 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 no. Not, not test. Bit, no, no, but... no test here. We make it nice <laughs> and easy. So the other book from Ryan Holiday that inspired me for this question is like, can you recall an off score challenge in your business that you had and how you were able to overcome it? And so that's, that's where I go back to like this, the obstacle, just Absolutely. go back to the story mm-hmm. in your head. Like, Hey, I'm out of the roller coaster, mm-hmm. but there's this obstacle that's in my way to get, I got to get to where I got to get to. 100%. Okay. So I think that mine is probably going to mirror a lot of others. It just in general, doesn't have to be in the gym, just everywhere in life. COVID 2020. Yeah. COVID 2020. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I would say that that, you know, for the initial 
two to three weeks was very, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but it was very, you know, you're kind of figuring out what the next phase What is. month what, was it for you? So March 17th, I yeah. think was the day it was shut down, first day of shutdown or March 15th, somewhere around there. I feel like we we got, yes, I would say because I feel like February, yeah. like it was Everyone literally- was starting to get a little freaked out. Yeah. Like the end of February, we're like, what? Yeah. And then March came, we're like, oh- so initially, obviously, they, they were like, okay, you know, it's just going to be temporary. Let's just do a one to a two week shutdown. So we're like, mm, okay, well, you know, we can't really shut down. I mean, this is, you know, it's a place of business. And how are we going to be able to cover any any costs uh, yeah. for shutting down for two weeks with no operation? So we fortunately have some good relationships. I won't name any names, but some good relationships with some big level uh, attorneys and, and you know, place people of power around the city. Mm-hmm. And so- once that was kind of happening, we got, uh, you know, a mass uh, government issued from the state of Florida that all gyms are required to shut down. And we did see a couple things in there where we were kind of like, okay, this sounds like it might be a loophole. Loophole! We don't, <laughs> we don't want to, you know, yeah. walk on eggshells with it. So yeah. we sent it over and we said, look, you know, this is how we run. This is how we operate. It says that, you know, you don't have to close if you're X, Y, and Z. What is your take on it? And right. they they gave us the okay. They said, "Well, it sounds like you found a loophole." Yeah. And so one of uh, the the lawyers was able to go ahead and bring it up to one of the the councilmen that he knows, and we got the okay from them that we were okay to stay open. Yeah. So what we did instead actually was instead of just being like, "Hey, we're open," you know, everybody come in fight for some equipment. We closed it off to our, the public, but to our our members. And we just made it a one-on-one personal training only facility. Nice. So anybody that was coming in, you know, with between all of our um, trainers and our clients was coming in and they were getting their one-on-one personal training session, but not any of the members could just come in because we just wanted to make sure that we were keeping, because we do have some older clientele. So we want to make sure they were healthy. Again, it was a scary time of the world. So we didn't know how serious it was or wasn't. And, but what um, better time in the world than you need to lean into that? Yes. Health and fitness 100%. is so, so important. 100%. Can I guess what was the loophole? Go ahead. All right. Place of worship? No. Dang. All right. No, no. Go ahead. So it was uh, basically, it was a single occupant owned uh, space uh-huh. and the interior to fire and police stations were not required close. So okay. basically all we had to do was because, okay, you, you to get into the facility, you walk in through the main, do- main building lobby. And then through the main lo- building lobby, because we're in um, you know, a, a 21 uh, floor office building, right? Um, you would walk to where the gym was and you would swipe your car, get into the gym. Now, if you are outside of the building, we actually have a pair of side exit doors. Now, those side exit doors do not go into the building. Okay. Those side exit doors go directly into the gym. All nice. we had to do was have people enter through those exit doors. You have to what? Have those people enter through those exit doors, doors rather than going through the, build, the the lobby. And you had one door that was just entry and the other door is exit type of thing? So, so or what? typically it was one door was entry for the gym, which you need a swipe card uh-huh. in order to get in. And then you could exit either out of those doors or out of those doors. Gotcha. But we weren't having anybody enter through those doors. We were Got having it. everybody enter through the exit doors. So it was Got it. entrance and exit through the same spot, but it was outside of the building. So there nice. wasn't any, you know, having to go in, walk through the lobby or anything. Nice. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah, so it was, it, it, you know, worked out pretty well. But that being said, obviously it was a, a very confusing time as, you know, as I stated earlier. And from there, we kept it as the one-on-one training facility. And uh, if anything, it really, what it did was drive our demand for personal training that much more. You know, people that had never trained before were like, dude, we need to work out. I'm tired of, of sitting at home doing nothing. Like I, I need to come in, I need to work out. So they were more open to paying for a training session. 
And then uh, another thing that we did is online training. You know, so a lot of our a lot of our clients around that time, you know, typically season for us is like August, September, October area till usually like May. And a lot of our clients usually will split out for the summer and that kind of thing. So some of our clients wanted they were getting worried they didn't want to get stuck in, in Florida. So they went up to New York, but then they got locked down in New York. And so instead of them just kind of sitting around doing nothing, we picked up a lot of online training as well. And we were doing Zoom and FaceTime online workouts and sessions. And again, you know, the yeah. demand that obviously was when Peloton started blowing up yeah. a lot more. Big so time. we really were able to catch the wave with that. And um, even now, like I only have about one to two online clients. I don't have as much as I was before, obviously, pre- or during COVID. But uh, again, that demand for the online training and for just training in general is really just skyrocketed. So it was, uh, we, we had the issue, but we were able to capitalize on it and we came out ahead. So I wonder, you know, this is probably a take when you talk about like, yeah, COVID woke our butts up. Yes. Like seriously, yep. in many different industries, not mm-hmm. just in the fitness. I mean, restaurants really had to reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so did everybody else. Yep. I mean, Offices had to like mm-hmm. remote work. Oh, damn! What does that look like? Yeah. And now we're Six trying to bring everybody part, back. And, and I, I think you know we still got to keep some that mindset a little mm-hmm. bit. QR codes they became woke. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We use it in our business, and it's like <laughs> like that's like the way to do it too. Mm-hmm. So you said you have a couple online clients. Mm-hmm. Why not more? So for me, yeah, I don't mind the online sessions. If I'm being a little honest, it is a little easier, right? But the hands-on training, mm-hmm. but being able to actually be there to correct them on their, their form or yeah. anything like that, that gets separated when you're through a screen. You know, you can see someone, you can tell them, hey, your form's a little off, try doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And like, unless you're there to specifically show them and guide them with hands-on training, yeah. then it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit more skewed. For me, I'm, I'm much more of a fan of of on, or uh, sorry, in-person training mm-hmm. being, you know, here because not only can you be with them one-on-one, but you're also going to kind of be able to give them a little bit of that energy frequency between you. You know, like if they're feeling a little run down, it's harder to send your energy through the screen to them and, and coach them and motivate them. Whereas like if you're right there and then and there with them, you're like, no, we're going to come on, let's get 10 reps out. Let's, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so again, I'm, I'm a little bit more hands-on. The motivated factor is big. 100%. Yeah. And no, I get it. Can I recommend something? Sure. Yeah. That because I told you, I, I did this. Mm-hmm. I, I literally trained with a guy in Canada. Yep. I'm in Florida, guys. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the way they did it was really cool. They used an app called True Coach, if I remember correctly. And he basically gave me the routine. Yep. And then also videos, YouTube videos mm-hmm. on the form. Okay. And so I would watch it. And one session a week, he would watch me do the workout. The workout. Okay. Just make sure, hey, got the video. And that was like the hardest part yep. on, on the side. I would say if, if anybody was to do that, send your client a way to make sure that they ha- like set yeah. up a tripod. <laughs> like said, come on. Like yeah, send them a tripod. So, so I, had, I had my own, so sure. it, it's fine. But that's what I would do. And so I was like, that helped me make sure I got the right form in it. Okay. I, I feel I feel like I the one thing was missing maybe the motivating factor. I had to make sure I get myself in there. Yeah. That was missing. That was sure. the accountability was like Oh, yeah. You're like, uh, you know, is he really going to know if I'm going to sleep in today? You know? Well, I mean, I tell him, like, I only got one session in this. I was like, you know, you weren't there at the gym waiting for me. So I didn't go. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) but no, you definitely lose out. But for the right person, it makes a lot of sense. I like that. So we kind of like uncovered a little bit of the issues Mm -hmm. in fitness. And I want to go to that part. 
Okay. And in the fitness world, there are issues. And so I'm going to hand you a wand. Okay. All right. And so this <laughs> wand is going to change something in the fitness industry okay. that you say needs to change. You yep. have the power. I'm giving you the authority. What is it? It's got to be the lack of honesty and integrity. And I mean that mainly gauged to, you know, any person that has any sort of influence in the fitness realm, you know, and what I am thinking of in specific is, you know, anybody that like, I like, okay, I don't have an issue with anybody taking any kind of hormones or, or supplements or anything like that. What I have an issue with is anybody that is on those types of hormones or supplements and they're not being honest and open about it. Mm -hmm. They're going off and they're spewing, well, you know, I do, I work out six days a week and I drink yeah. egg whites in the morning and, you know, you're going to get jacked like me. And it's like, well, that isn't really how it is because of your, all the stuff that's going on in the back. Yeah. And I think that if we were a little bit more open and honest about it, then there wouldn't be a lot of false expectations. And, you know, and I think that those false expectations, especially in, you know, kids nowadays, I've been in the gym working on myself for 10 or 12 years. And so it wasn't as common as it is now. But the amount of 15, 16 and 17 year olds that I have conversations with were like, oh, yeah, I just got off of a six month cycle of trend, you know, and I was doing Anadrol and I'm thinking about hopping on a little bit more some DECA. And it's like you're 16, 17, 18 years old. Like, you know, you're you're literally becoming a, a cocktail of, of <laughs> supplements. And it's, you know, yeah. so I think that honesty and that integrity about the the do's and the don'ts and why you should or shouldn't needs to be a little bit more brought to light, in my opinion. And, you know, I, I just think that that would be something that I, I feel like would uh, influence the, the fitness industry as a whole to a place where it's a little bit more trustworthy and community, or uh, uh, how would I say, balanced and, you know, just overall community based. You know, everyone is going to be able to unite with a little bit of the understanding of, again, what is wrong and what's right with uh, yeah. any of that kind of stuff. So, again, I don't have any issue if you're taking anything. I just think that, you know, it should be honest if you are. Two to 16. Come yeah, on. Man. I mean, like, let's just let the muscles develop the way they're going to develop exactly. it and see if there's any lack and then let's yeah. go. Come you're on, man. You're just starting to go through Come puberty. Come on. Yeah. 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 You know? Well, come on. I mean, I'm thinking my, my 14-year-old, I mean, I got him as, with a trainer right now yep. and it's great, but I'm I'm seeing things like, like, we were talking about this earlier, like the trainer took a whole week to create a meal plan for him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, he, he could have just like, Get the, the inputs, like, mm -hmm. okay, what are you currently eating? Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your we'll calories? Okay, let's increase your calories, your protein yep. by this much, this much. Cool. Chat GPT. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yep. Hit me up and give them like one cheat day or two yep. cheat dates, whatever. Yeah. Maybe one cheat meal, whatever. He can have a cheat day or two. 100%. That's what he does. So it's cool, but it's like, I'm like, it took him like forever. Yeah. And so you're excited. I'm like, I want to get started. Like, uh -huh. it took a whole week to get a meal plan. Uh -huh. And so then I got to go buy whatever things, things, this. That takes another like, couple of days, right? Let's For be sure. honest. And For so sure. I'm like, dude, it could have been faster. <laughs> what? Anyway, so that's, there should be an app there. If not, yes. then I'm going to create it because I see the problem. I see the issue I and I'm it. a problem it. solver, dude. <laughs> anyway, so let's, yeah. we're going to jump into a fast lane right now All and right, we're going right. to get hit the ground running here. So right. fast five furious questions are, who's an influential person or people in your business journey? Who is an influential? Yeah. So I think this is going to mirror, I don't know if it was the first or the second question, but I it's got to be a couple of my clients, you know, because mm. some of the people that I'm surrounded with are high level guys, whether it be in, in finance and, you know, as a lawyer or a CPA and that kind of thing. So I think the guidance that they've been able to give me, and I can't equate it to just one person because 
I feel like it would be doing a disservice to others because one of my clients I might have met through another one of my clients. Right. And that client, you know, might have been able to help lead me to another client that was able to give me a lot of advice. And then from that client, Love I was it. able to meet a lot of other people. So We're going to go down a rabbit hole. I can tell right there on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can't, so, I can't chalk it up yeah. to just one person, but essentially. But your clients, I love that. That's for sure. good. I mean, good answer. I love that because it's different. Yep. And I love to bring that spice. Mm -hmm. But let's try to keep it one to two sentence. Okay. So we get through it and gotcha. we, we'll get mighty, mighty. Absolutely. What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your business? And if you need to go deep, dude, like, like yeah, no, this is a framework. Listen, mm -hmm. if you feel passionate about answering this question, like deep. Yep. But I, I, I can tell we're going to go, that client, they're like, I'll do my best to simplify it as, as quick you're as good, I can. You're good, brother. You're good. You're good. I would say probably just patience and dedication. You know, mm -hmm. like I understood it was going to take patience. I understood it was going to take dedication, but I didn't know the amount to the scale. So I would say yeah. a little bit more patience and dedication, at least in the, the growing pain stage. Yeah, we need to know? hear that more, more for <laughs> mm -hmm. real. Love it. Now, a book, a podcast, a blog, some kind of positive media that you recently consumed. So I got two books in mind. Okay. I did just reread two of them that have been pretty impactful, I would say. One uh -huh. is Never Split the Difference. Ooh, uh, Ross. Ross. And Ross. the other one is Touching Spirit Bear, which is actually a, a, a book that I read back in middle school for, you know, summer reading. And uh, that book, I would say definitely. Touching Spirit Bear. Hmm. Interesting. It's like a Native American. I do believe it has a little bit of Native American origin. If you want to go down a rabbit hole, I can give you a quick synopsis <laughs> of the movie. But... <laughs> oh, the movie. <laughs> the book. Sorry. The book. The book. Okay. Okay. So basically it's a kid, Cole, he's 16. He's, you know, filled with anger and rage, beats the crap out of this kid. Instead of, you know, he always wants to take the easy way out of things. Always is like, oh yeah, you know, I'm so sorry for my actions, but doesn't really take accountability for it. Long story short, kid almost is that he beat up, almost dies. Instead of getting sent to prison or juvenile, you know, camp for a year, they give him an option. And I think it's based in Alaska. They give him an option to go and spend a year on an island by himself. And so he chooses that because he's like, ah, you guys are stupid. You know, I'm going to go and do this. You guys think you got me, this and that. So he's like, oh yeah, you know, I really think I would be inspired to do this, this and this. And he goes and he's thinking that he's going to be able to swim off the island. Long story short, he gets attacked by, by a white bear. And that is on just this random island in the middle of nowhere. And uh, everyone's like, dude, there's no bears on this island. What are you talking about? And uh, he almost gets killed. He gets, you know, flown back to uh, or boated back to uh, the main town, gets taken to the hospital, wakes up from a coma. And then he has this strong desire and urge to go back to the islands, you know, because all you can see is that, that white polar bear or, you know, that polar bear. And mm. Then, you know, I'm not going to tell you how the rest of the story I love it. I love it. Uh, but yeah. I'm thinking about myself, white bear. What is that? <laughs> it's a polar bear, guys. Yep. Hello. <laughs> I love it. Dude, what's your favorite online tool? Yeah, I would say right now it's got to be ChatGPT. I would say yes. it's got to be ChatGPT. Yes. So, yeah, it's a great tool to create like content. It's mm -hmm. so, so good. What's a habit or practice that you believe everybody would benefit from? You need, they need to do it. Like, start doing this now. So, I never used to believe in it as much, but stretching. Oh, yes. I mean, I stretched in, you know, in sports, no, but not dude. as much as I need. To How know. often? I would say if you're not doing it more than three times a day, then you're not doing yourself a good service. Oh, but I, if you can wow. get three times a week, that's better than nothing. For so. sure. For sure. Wow. All right. Level up your stretching game, guys, because <laughs> I'm lucky to get it once a week. A week. <laughs> for sure. Hey, I'm same way. Yeah. I'm the one... Saying that you should stretch. I have like a 45 minute stretching routine. That's like just to do like that. It's like I do it once a day, <laughs> but I'll be lucky to do it once a day. So last question is we're okay. going to step into another place in the office okay. here. 
And it's a time machine. Time machine. Okay. Yeah. The time machine is going to take us back to the 70s. <laughs> you weren't born in the 70s. I was not. <laughs> I was. <laughs> 77, my friend. Okay. 77. Okay. Makes me 46 this year. 46 uh, so, years young. Yes. I love it. So I love age, by the way. I can't wait to get more grace. People <laughs> think I'm crazy, but I, I really do. Um, anyways, we're going to go back, Makoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go and land when you were 14 years old. Okay. You're going to talk to little Makoa mm-hmm. and you're going to step out into the, from the time machine and you're going to see him and you're going to speak to him and you're going to tell him some advice okay. because you out of anybody else knows him and what he's about to come across. Mm-hmm. What's the piece of advice you give him? I think that no matter what you feel like you're going to through right now, you are never given more than you can handle, for one. And what you are going through right now is there for you to either make the decision to grow or go. And I like to use that expression in the grand term of of life as you're either growing with life or you're going with life. And Mm. so if you are growing with life, you're understanding everything that is coming your way and you're understanding and figuring out where you're going to have to maneuver, how you're going to have to adapt and how you're going to have to grow. Mm then that is what is pivotal. That is what is most important. And you're going to yield those results. But if you're just going through it, you're just getting hit and you know, you're know you out there and life is just raining on you, you're going to either focus on the rain or understand that the rain's got to be there if uh, you want the grass to grow. The rain's going to be there if you want to go ahead and see the rainbow outside. And the rain's got to grow if you want to see the flowers blossom. So. so good, dude. So good. That's great, dude. Absolutely. Thank you so much no for worries. coming here and sharing with us. It was really impactful. I love it. You. I love it, dude. Great job. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for man. having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Got it. Man, that was such a fun episode. I really enjoyed what Makoa said about allowing his clients to help him improve who he is as a person. What was your favorite takeaway from today's episode? I would love it if you connected and shared a message with me on Instagram at meetesco. By the way, that's my personal Instagram and I would love to hear your thoughts. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to the show on the platform you're currently listening on. And remember to leave us a review and rating. It helps us improve as a show and that feedback just means the world to us. Also, check us out on YouTube. The channel's filled with a whole bunch of podcasts and strategies on turning your online reputation into revenue by closing more gym tours and getting more referrals than ever before. So go ahead, check that out. And by the way, as always, I want to thank you so much for the encouragement and truly appreciate it. And I'll be seeing you next time in the growth zone. Our show today was brought to you by our incredible team, starting with production from TSE Studios, music consulting by Tyler Schmeling, our lovely guest coordinator, Anna Ponce, and focus juice from our project coordinator, Mauricio Murillo, and myself, Andres Escobar, as the host. Thanks to ReviewBiz for sponsoring this episode. And if you want to get the most out of your review strategy, then go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try so you can get your first five reviews from your real members for only $1.